Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Like three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Happy Hour. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we are going to continue taking a look at some rankings. Today, we're going to dive right into wide receivers. If you have not been following along over the last couple of weeks, you should be. But if you haven't been following along over the last couple of weeks, uh, about three weeks ago, I think we did quarterbacks right before the Super Bowl. Then we had the Super Bowl show, and then last week we covered the running back position. Today we're going to go over Matthew Fox's top 10 dynasty wide receivers, and then I'm going to go over my top 10 receivers in football. Um, like I said, my list is different from Fox's list. Fox's list is probably a little bit more important than my list, obviously, as we head into this offseason. Um, we're going to continue this series. Next week, we'll take a look at the tight end position, which I found it interesting to find 10, 10 tight ends that I liked, but I ultimately settled in on 10 of them. But uh, we'll be talking about... I know. Well, it looks like Ricky must be having some kind of issues. Hopefully he will be back uh, pretty soon. Oh, there you are. I couldn't tell if it was you or me. So funny enough, I joked with Matthew Fox ahead of going live on the air that I was having some technical. Well, I said that there were supposed to be thunderstorms. And I said the clouds were 
uh, nice and and uh, pretty outside. And uh, yeah, so I just jinxed myself and got thrown off the air. Um, instead, what I decided to do was I decided to hop onto my hotspot, which cannot be interrupted. Is it? Mm. All right. Well, that said, well, like I was saying, I'm joined as I am always. If this is, uh, you're getting some spotty stuff, I apologize in advance. Like I said, I didn't realize the storm was going to come at a snap of a finger. But that said, we're going to cover our top 10 uh, wide receivers. I am, and then dynasty rankings for Matthew Fox. How are you, Matthew Fox? I just, whoa. You know, I'm doing all right. Uh, we experimented with our fun, fun backgrounds. You know, I'm living the cruise ship life, which is coming for me. And 90 some odd days you're at some kind of classy elegant house today you know just the the difference between us i want you to play that piano in a little while just wheel over there oh don't worry i i had planned on uh mid on the babylon soundtrack and fake so yeah i plan on rocking right into it um we are excited to jump right into our wide receivers in just a few minutes. I'm trying to remember, um, you know, we're still on the verge of that uh, nowhere land of the off season. You know what I'm saying? Like we're coming up on some things that are going to happen soon, but nothing's really happened. Um, it's going to be interesting to see um, Aaron Rodgers saw a shadow. So he should be making announcement very, very soon, possibly. Did you see a couple of people have said he's retiring? And kind of makes you wonder like if that's the way that ends up leaking out i'm also surprised we haven't seen more franchise tags so far they they still have a little bit of time to get those in but we've only seen evan ingram and deron Payne so far yeah it's definitely interesting to see how certain things will or will not unfold i mean they do have some time obviously you know most teams want to work out that long-term contract before the potential of franchise Obviously, in the case of the Ravens, I mean, if you look at it, um, it's one of those things that you consistently see kind of unfold where you're um, interested to see what happens, how it how it unfolds. And of course, you know, you had the receive the GM calling out people on the on the rave like this. That team seems like they are dysfunctional, but um they should it should relate into um, a contract coming. But uh, without further ado, let's dive right into our wide receiver. We'll get into this in case some crazy stuff unfolds here at my household. Um, but I think I'm okay for now. Uh, that being said, let's jump right into the receivers and we'll do what we did last week. Matthew Fox is going to share his top ten wide receiver, top ten dynasty wide receivers. I'm going to share my top ten receivers in football. But he's going to start with his ten through six. In Dynasty, I'll go 10 through 6 in the wide receiver position, and then 5 through 1, 5 through 1, like we did the week prior. That said, Fox, the floor is yours. Yeah, so number 10 for me is Garrett Wilson. Um, coming in, had a lot of high hopes uh, for him as a rookie. He caught 83 passes for 1,103 yards and four touchdowns with a pretty meh quarterback situation um really looked impressive there they're building a nice young offense hopefully they'll find a way to remember that elijah morris on their team in 2023 uh they also will get Brees hall back but more importantly it looks like they're really committed to improving the quarterback position i think that's only going to help garrett wilson from here number nine for me is t higgins i know there's been a lot of uh potential swirling trade rumors the Bengals have pretty well come out and said they don't plan on trading him and that's a good thing 
he and Jamar Chase form one of the best combos uh, in football. He has really continued to thrive despite the presence of Chase in that offense with Joe Burrow. I like T. Higgins a lot. Um, he is w- one of a pair of receivers uh, for the Bengals that are in the top 10 for me, and two pairs of receivers I actually have in the top 10. Kind of tells you where, where we're at. Number eight for me, Stephon Diggs. I love what he's doing with Buffalo. He's been the primary weapon there for Josh Allen. They have great chemistry. He's put up some great numbers. I think Buffalo is going to continue to be a contender. Some people are minorly worried they're going to go get another wide receiver. I think that's probably only going to help him because right now Gabe Davis and the inconsistency from Dawson Knox and Isaiah McKenzie wasn't enough to pull coverages away from Stephon Diggs for the same reason that T. Higgins and Jamar Chase help each other and Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill help each other. You can have two great receivers and have that benefit one another. Uh, Speaking of Waddle, he is my number seven. Uh, There was another question, you know, was he going to get hurt by the addition of Tyreek Hill? He didn't get hurt last year. Um, He looked good. I think the only big question I have for him and Hill is can Tua stay healthy? As, uh, you know, I've mentioned before, some worries there, but that offense looks great, and those two guys look great in there. I don't think they're going to keep Mike Kosicki. That's going to focus even more of the pass game through those two wide receivers. And number six for me, A.J. Brown made the transition over to Philadelphia. It looks great there. He's part of another great duo of receivers with Devonta Smith. They also have Dallas Goddard at tight end. He has been great with Jalen Hurts, and I think that continues. Yeah, it was interesting to really – so when I looked at my my rankings, I feel like my top six on personal rankings for wide receiver was was solid, right? You know what I mean? I felt solid. Whether the order was – was the whether the order was right or not, I didn't really – wasn't 100%. But when I got through that 7 to 10 range, there's like 11 to 15 range where I feel like any of those nine guys in the real football aspect of things could be in that – seven to 10 range. So I went back and forth. And again, reminder for everybody listening at home, Fox diving into the dynasty world. I'm just diving into ranking these wide receivers, how I feel like they're produced on the football field. I got coming in at number 10. I got Terry McLaurin. I like him consistent, strong, great receiver. Maybe one day he'll have a quarterback. Um, I don't know when that'll be because now he's got a midget. He already does. Yeah. Sam Howell. Maybe one day he'll have a quarterback. And, you know, if you can imagine if he had a quarterback on that roster that can throw him the ball consistently and get him the ball, imagine what his stats would be that way, right? You know what I mean? He still produces at a high level. It reminds you of, like, DeAndre Hopkins for a lot of years down in Houston who consistently produced. It didn't matter who was throwing him the ball. He would still get his. Number nine, I've got uh, Mike Evans. Just the consistency factor of Mike Evans. What's going to be interesting is to see what happens to Mike Evans now. But people forget that Mike Evans was a producer in the world of fantasy and in the, on the uh, on the football field prior to Brady being there as well. I mean, I think it's like seven straight years over a thousand yards. Very very impressive mark for him. I mean, at number eight is a guy that I fluctuated a lot, and honestly. I, I almost went higher. I just didn't know who to put him over. And it's a guy that you talked about, A.J. Brown. I think that this man is a physical specimen on that football field. And watching him play this year with an actual quarterback, sorry, Ryan Tannehill fans, was something that was impressive. Obviously, he does get the help from being opposite of Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. You know, those guys do help whenever you're on that football field, like Fox mentioned um, earlier. It, it, it's 
you know, with, with Diggs. Like, it would be great for Diggs to have somebody opposite of him. But, um, but yeah, A.J. Brown, somebody very impressed me very, 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 very much this season. And I look forward to having him in that Eagles offense for another year. Number seven, I got C.D. Lamb, um, a guy that I've loved coming straight out of college. I like him a lot. Um, another guy that could benefit from another receiver being on that roster that's actually talented, right? You know what I mean? Uh, I just – I need that a lot because Lamb is is kind of not reaching his full potential – with Cooper gone, he he didn't struggle per se, but that the, the offense struggled to click on all cylinders. Coming in at number six, Stefan Diggs. Um, not much you can say about Diggs. Diggs consistent, strong. It'll be interesting to see if this little uh, you know Cinderella, or I mean this little offseason spat of when he ended the season has any effects on the team overall. I don't think it will, but. Uh, you know, football's a competitive sport, shocker. You want to win football games. Emotions are going to flare up. People forget about that. But, uh, yeah, uh, Stefan Diggs at number six. Uh, any thoughts on my uh, 10 through uh, six so far? No, you have some interesting players there. Terry McLaurin, for me, is always a little bit um, difficult to rank for Dynasty because of the the offense and the quarterback situation and stuff. I'm excited about Eric Bieniemy, but – I also don't know exactly what they're doing uh, offensively. I still have him, you know, up in my top 24, but not, uh, not sure. quite as high. Um, not because I don't like the. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. talent but just because i don't have incredible confidence about succeeding it's the same way you know for me i actually have Devonte adams slightly outside of my uh top 10 um and it's not because i don't like him as a player it's just i don't know what their offense their quarterback situation or anything's gonna be absolutely yeah like i i waddle somebody i really wanted to put in my like waddle i flip-flop with him and terry mclaren Godwin is somebody I like a lot. Metcalf, somebody I like a lot. Uh, Keenan Allen, another guy I seem to like a lot on my on the football side of things. But uh, all right, give us your five through one on that dynasty side. Okay, so five for me is uh, C.D. Lamb, the guy that you had up in uh, your grouping of players. I really like him. Uh, I like the potential. I actually think maybe moving on from Kellen Moore might end up being a good thing. It just felt like they got into too many weird um, ruts, you know, I'm hoping they can find a way to more maximize that offense. It's going to be interesting. I don't know that they keep Dalton Schultz. I think they'll, they're going to make a push to keep Pollard. 
questions of wide receiver. You know, they bet on Schultz and Michael Gallup thinking that was going to be enough to fill that Amari Cooper void. It wasn't last year, uh, and their gamble they kind of took on James Washington. He didn't end up really ever panning out for them. So I think there's some work to be done for them on the offensive side of the ball, maybe on the offensive line as well. Um, Number four, Tyreek Hill. We thought moving to Miami might diminish things, especially playing opposite another big receiver in Jalen Waddle. Didn't do a thing. Um, he still looked great. He still looks like a potentially dominant player. Again, the only questions I have is, you know, can Tua be healthy and be productive? Because when he, when all three of those guys were out there, it was incredible for Miami last year, and they were a real contender. Number three for me, Cooper Cup. Coming off of an injury, um, probably for the first time in a couple of years, has more of a shaky QB situation. I'm going to be curious if they can keep Baker Mayfield there at, to have a quality backup. Stafford says he's coming back, that he's feeling healthy. I like that Sean McVay offense. Cooper Cup has been incredibly dominant, uh, was dominant again last year before he got injured, but I slide him back a little bit because he's getting older and because of some of the issues for the Rams. Number two for me is Jamar Chase. Um just an incredible talent. Love the situation there with Joe Burrow. T. Higgins doesn't diminish his value. He has just great over-the-top value. Has real potential to be wide receiver one. But right now for me, I still have Justin Jefferson as wide receiver one. He's just been a PPR machine, puts up huge yardage, big performances and numbers. Minnesota doesn't look like they're going anywhere in terms of being a competitor in the next couple of years, and neither does Jefferson. Um, he was probably a steal in rookie drafts the year he went out because I think about all the people that took Jalen Rager, Jerry Judy, and CeeDee Lamb, almost consensus universal above him. So that is my top five. What do you have for me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Apparently, you disappeared into that fancy living room. I know. <laughs> you looked it's like Harry funny. Potter sucked into the wishing well there. It, it's it's hilarious. I mean, as long as you can hear me, we're good here. Uh, my power, I think my power officially went out um, now. But uh, that being said, uh, my, my five through one, if I can read on my piece of paper here. Uh, at number five, again, this is something that I struggled with mightily. This is hilarious, the fact that, like, um. Hang on here. Hang on. Give me a second here, y'all. Give me a second. This is this is technology for you guys here. It's the ghost of Ricky's past. It, it is. We have a ghost. That's isn't that a movie? That was a movie. This By the loosest movie. definition. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's ghost face. <laughs> this is even better. Hello. All right. So for my top five receivers. Uh, in the NFL, like I said, I struggle with my five, but we're going to go. This is hilarious. We're going to go number five. I'm going to go Justin Jefferson, um, one that might be just a little bit of a controversial take. I like Jefferson a lot. I just like some of the other guys' talent a little bit more. Jamar Chase at number four. Cooper Cup at three. Tyree Kill at two. Um, I am a lot higher on Tyree Kill as a, as a receiver based on what he did last year. Um, when he left Patrick Mahomes, there was a lot of concerns whether or not you know, you get a lot of the concerns. Is that guy produce a producer of that system? Is he a producer of as good as Patrick Mahomes is, et cetera, et cetera. However, we saw what um, Tyreek Hill was capable of doing this past season. He's just as deadly on the football field. I don't think it matters who the quarterback is. 
Obviously, for fantasy purposes, you want it to be a compatible uh, quarterback. But uh, number one, I got Devontae Adams. I think Devontae Adams is the best receiver in football. I think it's hands down. I agree with Matthew Fox 100% on the dynasty level things. It's kind of scary. It's downright scary to worry about the potential of what you got there because we don't know what's going on with Josh McDaniels. We don't know if Devontae Adams might get traded next week because, you know, he – you know, accidentally, you know, went to McDonald's and wasn't supposed to. We don't know what happens or the rhyme or reason of why Josh McDaniels is the way he is. But uh, I just want to throw it out here, though. If you have the opportunity to literally watch this episode, um, we highly recommend just hopping on over to YouTube because I literally look like Casper the Friendly Ghost as we are recording this episode. But um, yeah, uh, Fox, any thoughts on my top five there? Yeah, so the from the receiving standpoint, it makes sense. But where where is Tyreek in your your father rankings? Is he somewhere between like Tywin Lannister and Walter White? <laughs> no, I I like I like Devonte too. As I mentioned, I figured he'd probably be there from NFL. If you knew he was going to have a quarterback, even with what he did with Derek Carr last year, we were a little worried about competition and everything and he came out and blew everything away even though they kind of decided the car didn't work out if he ends up reteaming with rogers there i might actually vault him back back up in um it because you know i think they have a one to two year window of pretty elite production together but it scares me some of the options that they've kind of bandied about um landing there and just not knowing you know as somebody who endured josh mcdaniels thinking kyle orton was going to be the answer for a team he was where he was head coach it's fair to have some questions yeah it really is it's it's kind of alarming to see i'm I'm terrified to to think about that but uh just for them at home real quick fox can you recap your top 10 yeah so number 10 for me garrett wilson number nine t higgins number eight stefan diggs number seven jalen waddle number six aj brown number five cd lamb number four tyreek hill number three little cooper cup number two jamar chase and number one justin jefferson I love it. I love it a lot. Um, let's see here. What is what? Obviously, uh, for those of you, we're going to make a short segment here on our movie talk just in case something crazy goes down. We want to make sure that this episode does save and we do get out of here and all those other good things. But uh, have you watched anything this week that you could uh, that you would recommend, whether it's TV or movies? You know, I've watched some things I liked, but I'm thinking that many of them. Um... We can't talk about. But I am. I. You know what? I think let's turn this into to shrinking corner because there are now seven episodes available as of today. I'm doing my math right. Seven episode seven dropped today. I enjoyed the first couple. I know you had seen the whole thing before it came out and just told me it keeps getting better and better. But you know, right around probably episode five a couple of weeks ago, I realized I was kind of pushing my chips in. Um, it makes sense that it comes from the creative team behind Ted Lasso. Uh, if you're not watching this show, you got to give it a chance. Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford, Jessica Williams, Krista Miller, they're all doing probably some of their best work. Um, it's, it's brilliant. Like, it's, I, I love the way I, they handle I it. laugh and cry every episode. Every, wait till, did you watch the whole season now? I did. I watched it all this morning. Episode nine, the end of episode nine. I just, folks, I'm telling you guys, you guys think that if you've watched it so far, if you haven't watched it, you will. You will cry, laugh, cry, laugh throughout almost 
almost every single episode, especially in the back half of the season, it's some of the strongest writing. That balance, uh, Brett Goldstein directed and wrote to uh, episode seven, um, which most of you do know probably from Ted Lasso, but um, it's it's one of my favorite shows that I've seen. It's just brilliant. Like the acting, the writing, the handling of, of, of specific, um, whether it's mental health, whether it's dealing with loss, um, relationship, a father-daughter relationship, how do you handle Like it's just so many things to unpack that I love it. It's it's just truly brilliant. And um, yeah, episode I nine will, and 10. I will tease too. There's a, a Disney Plus movie that opens uh, next Friday that we can start talking about on Monday that I really enjoyed. So uh, look out for a review. It'll be on the site for me uh, next week. We can finally start posting uh, social media stuff uh, on Monday. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought. Nice family uh, that- film too. That said, um, the movie, um, I am in a few minutes as long as I think everything goes well. I haven't checked my email yet, but uh, hopefully the movie theater has power. But, uh, <laughs> but I am seeing screen shortly, which if you're listening to this today, you will see my social media reaction to that here in a little bit as long as, you know, boxes check off. But uh, that being said, uh, I'm, I, I don't know how I feel about uh, Scream. I know somebody that's seen it and has said it was better than five, but uh, is that really that's saying That's a low much? bar. That is a low, is low, low bar. bar. I, I am about to uh, rewatch five. You know, I've had it for a while, and I've always been like, oh, I'll try it again, but never have I been like, oh, I'd, I'd like to watch that. And now I feel like I might have to rewatch four and five. Because, um, you know, we get Kirby back. So, Oof. yeah. You yeah. know, it's I don't know. It's sequel season, it but I am excited to go see Creed 3. I know you, you enjoyed it. You have Oof. it, uh, the middle leg of the trilogy in your rankings that you released today. Uh, hoping to go see that here in a little bit. Yeah, I uh, I liked it quite a bit. Um, I where do I I have it fourth? I think all time. Your video is just. <laughs> but that said, we're we're gonna cut it short now, just because of the world's coming to me. But go see Creed three in three years because I love it. But um, thank you guys. Um, sorry for any technical difficulties or anything else. This has just been a whirlwind of an episode. Funny enough, I made fun of the fact that the weather outside was nice before I podcasted it, and the world was like, fuck you, apparently. So it's just hilarious how it unfolded, but uh, this episode will be up soon, and thank you guys for listening. You're just like the weatherman that doesn't sit by the window when he gives the fork. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.